1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
2: It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now,
3: episode one thirty-five, Death River.
4: Samdu, commander of elite forces, really?
5: Yes, he was almost as powerful as Master Lister himself. They did all the dirty work for Age. They were more like his private police
4: force. This is bad. We better try and warn Wit. I'm sending him an encrypted text now. We appreciate the heads up, Brady. Now to business at hand. We have supplies to pick up and we need to find a vessel to take us to Death River. What you need is in these survival kits. Take this card
5: and give it to this man. He'll give you a boat to take you to Death River. I suggest you anchor here. You'll need to give the vessel ahead of you time to move out in the morning unless you want to take them on at sea. No and we
4: need to follow them to the mercenary camp.
5: How are we going to follow them? The caretaker at this location here will provide you with a small skiff. You must hand
6: paddle. Hand paddle? That'll take forever. Why can't we strap a motor on and just lay back? Because the sound of an engine will excite creatures
5: on the bottom. They will jump out of the water and eventually sink you. (sighs) This keeps
4: getting better and better. Go ahead and take this map with you text sent. Now we must be on our way. Brady, thank you for your assistance. Sam, gather our goods and we'll be off.
6: Good luck. Somehow I don't think that's going to help. Landu. Colonel,
5: this is Brady. We have a small problem. I just had two IDF agents here. One was Tony Simon. Go on. There's a group heading to the camp via truck. They are IDF, posing as elite forces. You are certain of this? Yes, a major wit is posing as an elite forces commander. Accompanying him is the bounty hunter Jaffra, a rage pilot and two other operatives. They left in my all-terrain truck. Somehow they were aware that you are on your way and they know who you are. Somehow, you say? Yes, Colonel. I suspect they observed you and Master Lister here at my store.
2: We were being very careful, Brady. I think we would have seen them. How can you be sure
5: of that? Perhaps Jaffra spotted you earlier. He's one of the best bounty hunters in the galaxy. Yes. But Tony Simon fought with Lister and Zokar in the war. Simon said that he saw Wit's group departing the all-terrain. I believe they exchanged text messages. Wit is now aware that you were the former elite force commander. I'm sure he was passing on that info to him earlier. Something about this
2: doesn't sound quite right. However, thanks for the information, Brady. And if I find out that...
5: All hail Rage. Brady, you need to learn to keep your mouth shut. On the other hand, it's been pretty good for business.
7: How far until we stop for the night? Light is getting low.
8: We're coming up on the area's most southern outpost. It's right across the bridge. Stay here for the night.
9: So this is their fortified outpost? Yes,
8: not quite the best fortified position one could hope for.
9: This material is deteriorating. I could probably dig my way out of here with a spoon. I've been
8: told that it is a good fortification.
7: I agree with Jaffra. This building has seen better days. When was it last used?
8: They send people here once a lunar cycle to clear away vegetation and do maintenance.
7: No, I mean when was the last time it saw action?
8: The last battle of Titan 4.
9: That was a long time ago, Lieutenant.
7: And the doors both open inward? What genius thought of that?
9: What do you mean?
7: It makes it much easier to break down by ramming. And from your description of the creatures out here, I think coming through the door is the path of least resistance. Here's what we'll do. I'll have Garcia back the vehicle up to the door. We can open the doors and have direct access to the interior of the truck in case one of those beasts compromises the walls. And
9: that's why I brought him along. Seems like a reasonable plan. I'll leave the unloading and defensive setup to you. Lieutenant, you and I will check out the integrity of this structure. Once Wit gets the all-terrain to use it to climb up on the roof and check the surrounding jungle for any obvious game trails or openings. Report them to Major Wit.
8: I can do that. I'm sure he'll want to set up his line of fire. Garcia should be able to cover 180 degrees of our
9: perimeter, but what about the rest? That deep a ravine behind us should protect us from anything large. I think we'll be okay. I'll get right on it. A
7: little more. A little more. Whoa! You're good. Shut it down. Carlos, open the cargo doors. Yeah, perfect fit. Nothing's getting in here. Offload our sleeping gear and weapons and open the side door so the LT can get out. Yeah, you got it, sir. So you're going up on the roof?
8: Yeah, I'll look for the possible avenues of approach and coordinate with Garcia to set up her fields of fire. But if we get attacked by more than one creature, one antiquated machine gun won't be enough.
7: You do your thing and let me worry about that. If you
8: say so, you're the snake eater.
7: Snake eater? It's a term applied to special forces. It just means we can survive on just about anything.
9: I'm sure there are enough snakes in this jungle to keep you and your soldiers well fed. This
7: isn't our biggest problem, Joffre.
9: You mean there is something more pressing than possibly being devoured by some jungle beast?
7: I got a text from Simon. He was in the merchant store. So
9: he wasn't joking when he said he would be following us. So what's the problem? It
7: seems this Brady character claimed to be an IDF supporter.
9: That's interesting. He seemed to be all about rage with us.
7: More importantly, he claimed that Colonel Zandu was the former commander of the elite forces.
9: Which would be a big problem should we meet.
7: I find it very unsettling that he claimed to be both a RAGE supporter and an IDF supporter.
9: It sounds like our merchant friend is really just an opportunist. I think it is highly likely that he notified Zandu.
7: I think that's pretty much a given. Zandu runs the RAGE assimilation program there in Tyrannus. That is a big source of income for Brady. He's not going to, as we say, bite the hand that feeds him.
9: Well, this is something we will keep between us. Garcia and Carlos don't need to know this until we get to base camp. As for the lieutenant, he has no need to know.
7: Agreed. Now let's get everything ready. Nightfall is coming fast. We're
10: approaching the safe house for the night.
6: Do you think this is really necessary? I am, after all, a Jubatan. Whatever kind of creatures you have here would be no match for me. I would simply eviscerate them.
10: I do not doubt you. The problem is, once one attacks, others follow. You would eventually be overpowered by a horde of them. It is much wiser to use this safe house.
3: Where is this safe house you speak of?
10: A right turn here, and it's straight ahead. There is nothing ahead, but a cliff face. Do you plan to just drive right through it? That is exactly what I plan to do.
3: What is this place?
10: Part of our mining company. This too is an old abandoned mine, but this one was put to good use.
6: Is this the mining office over here? It was
10: at one time. This whole mine has now been converted to a civil defense facility and a safe house for travelers to the north. Civil defense? Against what? Initially it was against RAGE, but since more and more former RAGE soldiers have moved in, it's defense against the IDF. A lot of former soldiers considered to be war criminals come and hide here when the IDF makes its monthly visit to Tyrannus. What? Is this office useful now? Follow me. Right now everything is running off batteries from solar charges. I'll turn on the generator so you can see the full potential of this place.
3: What are all these monitors for? I'm picking up a lot of remote wireless signals. This bank of monitors is connected to various security
10: cameras. We can see down each direction of the road, and also locations in the jungle on both sides. This switches the cameras to either night vision or heat detection. This seems like an extensive amount of security for a shelter. When this was an active mine, the security was extremely high. This part of the world is essentially lawless, So the mining company went to great lengths to protect it. When the mine closed, we kept the security. All of the safe houses get a monthly maintenance checkup.
6: So, you mined here? but you mined where we landed?
10: Yes, and there's no need to worry. This mine has been cleared of all radiation. Now I can show you to your sleeping quarters. If you're hungry, there's enough food here to sustain 40 people for six lunar cycles.
3: Food will not be necessary. We can sleep. The Jabotin needs very little sleep, so he will monitor your cameras.
10: We're perfectly safe in here. The strongest beast out there can't penetrate the cliff doors. We are not concerned about the strongest. But we do concern ourselves about the smartest. I don't follow.
3: I have intercepted scrambled signals. I believe we're being followed. Perhaps someone else has the code to your door and wishes us harm. Spray! You will awaken us if you see any humanoid activity. Yes, master.
6: May I eviscerate
3: them? Only after I interrogate them.
6: Splendid.
3: Do you have an armory in this bunker? Yes, there are many conventional weapons left over from the old
10: Titan IV army, and a few from raid soldiers.
3: Take us there, and then show us to our quarters. We depart at sunrise. Yes, Lord Zokar.
11: Hey, Sis. Welcome
1: back. How is Conoco? Probably the same as when you were there. Let me rephrase that. How was it for you? Well, Sis, you're looking at the top shot of the class. Congratulations.
11: I expected nothing less. Really? Yes, really. Anyone who can go out in the bay on a cold, windy, choppy day and hunt fast flying sea ducks should have no problem hitting a stationary target on a range.
1: So, what did I miss besides your homecoming?
11: Dad and I helped Jim get his office in order, and before we could even finish cleaning the place, he got his first case.
1: Calico or orange tabby?
11: No, it wasn't a cat, but a damsel in distress.
1: You gotta be kidding me! What is this, a radio drama? More like a soap opera.
11: We were there cleaning and some woman came in and wanted to speak to Jim in private. He said she could talk in front of us, but I suggested
1: to Dad that we go for coffee. Did he tell you what she wanted? Yeah, and I think he's going to take the case. Wait a minute. How did she know he was in the business? He wasn't going to open up shop until I got back. She works with the licensing division. She actually processed Jim's paperwork. So someone who works for the Department of the Maryland State Police needs help, even though she's surrounded by the best cops in the state? We asked the same questions. Apparently,
11: she didn't think there's enough to warrant an investigation. Someone's calling her and according to the caller ID, they're using her own telephone number and making comments like, we know what you saw. Of course, she can't think of anything she's seen that would warrant such a call. What's he going to do? He's going to look into it for her. She got the call on her home landline, so he gave her an inline recorder. In the meantime, he wants to do a background check on
1: her. Looks like I'm gonna get an early start in the business. Background checks will be part of my main purpose there. So is he opening the office ahead of schedule? I suppose so.
11: But he won't be officially open to take vetting checks for government employees. So initially, at least, you'll be able to concentrate on this one case.
1: If she works for the state, I imagine most of the background work has been done. So it'll just be a matter of getting it from the state.
11: I think Dad's got that covered with some of his old police contacts. So you can concentrate on her daily routine. Where she goes, what are her hobbies.
1: Sis, I got this. I'm a paralegal, remember? I've done a lot of this with the firm. Where is Jim now?
11: He and Daddy are stopping by Reisterstown to see what they can get in the way of records. Then they'll be heading home. You and Jim can get started at Hawk Haven. Daddy and I will be around to do any research you two might need.
1: I thought you were supposed to be resting.
11: Look. I can take my laptop and lie in bed and do this stuff. I just can't sit around and do nothing.
1: Oh, I suppose so. Do you think we can stop for a bite to eat? Sure.
11: Where would you like to go? Peking house. You read my mind.
0: Drop anchor. Here. We're going to anchor here. Right in the ocean? Yes, we'll anchor here for the night, then set off in our small boats at dawn. Aren't you concerned about river traffic?
12: Or worse, heavy sea traffic.
0: There won't be any traffic in or out of the river. We're moments away from sunset. As for sea traffic, it's well known that this is an anchor area for river traffic. It's marked on all the navigational charts.
12: Okay, so no captains nodding off or pilots with a little too much to drink? Bearing off course and cutting this tug in half.
0: I'm not concerned at all. Where are these mercenaries with
13: the small boats you talked about?
0: What is with all this chattering? Master Lister, they were concerned about being anchored in open waters.
12: Yeah, we got that part, Lenora. What we were wondering about were the suppliers that were supposed to meet us.
0: Yes,
13: where are the people who will make sure we're outfitted properly for this upriver paddle?
4: They are right off that shore on the left. The sun is setting, so we cannot go to their outpost.
12: Why not? It's not totally dark
13: yet.
4: Because I'm sure they have already buttoned up for the evening.
0: So we're sleeping out here in open waters on this tug. It's a fishing vessel, not a tug, and yes, we're sleeping here. And
12: what about these biting insects we heard so much about? Will we have to suit up?
0: No. Death River is freshwater river. There's a small section here at the mouth where it mixes with the salt water. The water
4: is too brine for the insects. The creatures we need to avoid can tolerate the brine for a short period.
0: That means we would not be safe in the mouth of the river from them. Out here, we're safe from both. Now I suggest that you bed down and get some sleep. We have a long paddle ahead of us tomorrow.
12: I really don't like this. Neither do
13: I. If these suppliers lock everything up at dusk, and they are in a relatively safe zone, just how bad is this river?
12: It is called Death River. Still, I wonder how much of this is real, and how much is just fabrication to keep people away from the mercenaries.
13: I'm not really in a hurry to find out. Gabby? Yeah? You're not thinking of making a
12: break of it, are you? Captain, seriously. What do you think our chances of staying alive are with these two?
13: I think they're going to keep us around as long as possible for leverage.
12: And when we are no longer a viable bargaining chip? I think you know
13: as well as I do what will happen. Still, I think we need to play along. I'm sure the IDF has someone looking for us.
12: So, you think someone got my encoded message? The IDF
13: will conduct a thorough investigation of that phony C-10 crash
12: they will go over our last transmission. And you think they'll realize when I called out 2600 for the engine RPM, that was really the transponder code for a hijacking? I'm
13: sure they realized that a C-10 would never show 2600 RPMs and figured it out.
12: I wish I shared your optimism, Captain Tam, but I'm not leaving our fate in the hands of some IDF staffer. Just what are you planning, Gabby? You'll know when I know.
6: There's the cove shown on the map. Pull in here. I think I see some running lights up along the coastline. If Brady's information is correct, that will be the ship with the Lister. They should be anchored almost in the mouth of Death River. I confess, Tony, this is very unsettling. They're anchored offshore because it's too dangerous and we're heading right into this cove. Do you see those tall
4: cliffs between us and Death River? Yes. That's part of a mountainous ridgeline that runs halfway across the continent. It's called Great Titan Divide. None of the river creatures cross the mountain range because of the altitude and the cold. Secondly, this is salt water and Death River is freshwater.
6: If you say so, I have a question though. Really Sam, you have a question? It's my understanding that Lister thinks you helped him escape and then turned him over to a rage sympathizer.
4: Yes, Drachmar. He had me arrested to convince Lister I was not part of the plot to arrest him. Lenora is also part of the group, and she too believes I tried
6: to free him. Then why are we pulling into this cove? Why don't we just pull up alongside them, tie off, and stay the night there? Why are we going through all of this following close behind business? Because I'm certain by now he knows the truth. Colonel
4: Zander is there, and he has dealt with me before. It's best that we lag
6: behind. I'll tie us off. Is this cabin ours for the night?
4: Yes, Brady said he'd had some supplies in there for us overnight.
6: Well, this certainly beats sleeping on the ground. Should I call room service for supper and a nightcap? See if they have lobster on the menu. I'm not sure what a lobster is. Oh, wait. Is that the one with the big tail and the pinching claws? I think I had one in your St. Louis when I was there. (sighs) Looks like we'll have to settle for some pre-processed food in a tin can and plastic bags.
4: (sighs) These packaged meals are reminiscent of the combat rations we used to have on Earth, called MREs. Or meals ready-to-eat. Some call them ready-made meals. (laughs) No offense to your planet, but these don't look like they're ready to eat. You drop these packages into boiling water to heat them up. They are really quite nutritious.
6: No, lobsters are nutritious. This stuff looks disgusting. Well, Sam, if this doesn't suit you,
4: I suggest you go out there and hunt for your supper.
6: Uh, You know, this doesn't look all that bad.
4: I suppose we are to cook over this fireplace. I see a pot here we could use. Go into the back room and see if there's any woodpile or something else that we can start a fire and try this
6: gourmet meal. Sounds like a plan. Uh, Tony, I I think you'll want to see this.
4: Lord, it looks like a slaughterhouse.
6: Look at these drag marks. This is bad. Look at this back door. Something clawed its way in here. I thought you said this place was safe. Yes,
4: from the creatures of Death River. It's obvious that our friendly merchant Brady was not so friendly. You think he set us up? I would venture to say that 90% of his trade comes to the former Rage members. If word got out that he's helping us, he could lose business. But if word got out that he fed us to whatever this was, he'd be a hero. I wonder what kind of creature this is. I'm not staying here to find out. Gather your things. We're heading back to the
6: boat. I'll be right ahead of you.
4: Cast off. Look at that thing. What is it? I don't plan on finding out.
7: Garcia, get into position on top of the turret. Carlos, passenger side, root flap. Lieutenant, take the driver's side, root flap. Jaffra, you and I will man the shooting slots along the back wall and protect our six.
9: Our six what?
7: Sorry, flight term, our rear.
9: Maybe you should stick to simple terms, Major Witt. We're not in an aircraft.
7: All right, listen up. The truck is facing zero degrees. Call out sightings relative to that. You will have from zero to 90 on each side... So it will be 15 left or 15 right. Flap gunners take on the smaller creatures. Garcia, you have full range for the larger ones. Ammunition is limited, so conserve your rounds. Check your night scopes now. Good to go.
8: Operational. Good
12: to go. Switching to infrared. It's operational. Scanning the area.
7: All systems checked. We'll work in shifts. Garcia, you take the first two hours. Everyone else inside the building and get some sleep. If we're lucky, it will be a quiet night. Carlos, you have the second watch, so sleep in the truck so Garcia can wake you up.
12: That'll be a switch. Usually Carlos wakes me up. (laughs) What? Ask anyone in the squad. He snores like a mantra bull.
10: Well, well, you know you should be thankful I'm sleeping
7: here. (laughs) I'll make sure you stay awake.
12: That won't be a problem. Sir, movement in the tree line.
7: Carlos, back up front. Scan with night vision.
12: We've got company.
8: Wait on the smaller ones. Garcia, when you have a shot at the biggest one, take it. These things
9: will stop their charge and eat the bigger one. Got him! I'm familiar with these creatures. Once the smell of blood is in the air, it will trigger a feeding frenzy and more will come.
12: It's too late! There's more than I can count coming out of the woods!
9: Will Witness crew hold off the attack? What will become
1: of Simon and Sam? Who will make it to the mercenary camp first? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hot Chronicles Convergence.
2: Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, oh, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <laughs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow, that sounds great, Dad. Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is, Daddy Ho. Who are you? I'm Doctor Mary Von Roxbrocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour. And now there's. Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness. Available on all your digital devices. That is what it is. Look! Whoa! Dad, this looks awesome! Exciting and dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man! Ha <laughs> ha! Thanks, Dr. Mary! My pleasure, Billy! and just between you and me i am not sure that this man is really your father bye dad uh just read your twisted pulp magazine billy twisted pulp magazine available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere or at dot that is